Hello and welcome to episode two of the Fireside Podcast. I'm joined by my midweek friends, Ross Dewar. Evening. Billy Kirkpatrick. Howdy. Craig Gregor. Hello. And Matthew Thompson. Hello folks, hope we're all well. Um, So we've decided to just change our format up a bit. We're going to go for two podcasts a week. We're going to do a midweek podcast when there's games on uh, to cover those games and one Sunday or Monday to cover the weekend's games. Um, just to sort of keep the length down of each podcast. But without further ado, we'll move on and discuss this midweek's games. Uh, some controversy, some high score lines and some late comebacks. Um, we're going to jump right into the championship. There was two games in the championship. Uh, we're going to talk about one of them. We're going to talk about Dunfermline 4, Wraith 1. It's actually, I, I actually really like this game. It's a good game to watch. Um, I did not expect this score result, uh, score line. I'll, I'll tell you that. Don't know about you guys. Yeah, I said, um, I said during the week, um, or sorry, at the weekend, um, when the Fermilin played Hearts, they were unlucky not to get something from the game. Um, I would, if I was a Dunfermline fan, I would have been quite upset not taking anything from it. So it was a good bounce back performance, anyway. Um, considering how well um, Rafe has done lately, they seem to either win games by four or lose games by four, it seems lately. Yeah, they're quite an inconsistent team. Yeah, um, well, for me, Rafe were, were particularly poor um, in the game. They, they lacked any real kind of, you know, attacking kind of creativity, which is, you know, surprising. They've brought in, you know, a few good, few good attacking players, um, but, you know, just really, really struggled to kind of create anything. And then Fairman, you know, dominated the possession, dominated the, you know, the general play and, you know, were really deserving winners of the, of the match. Yeah, well, you, you say yeah. that. I'm, I'm just looking at it now. Uh, Wraith only had two shots on target throughout the whole match, which is abysmal, <laughs> isn't it? When you really think about it. Wait, that goes back to their game against Hearts as well, where they didn't have any shots on target the full game. Yeah, so it's it's not been a good it's not been a good couple of weeks so far for Wraith, has it? Yeah, I think we need to talk about actually how well Dunfermline are doing. Like they seem to to be um, performing. Unbelievably well, considering I would say their team's not of the quality to be second in the. Obviously, now three points ahead of Rafe, but Rafe have a game in hand. Yeah, it does take them above Rafe, doesn't it? That result. I think it just shows how close the championship is. Like, if a team can win two or three games on the bounce, they will rock up the table. Same way as if you you lose two or three games on the bounce, you will drop down. Apart from Aloha. Because they're terrible. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Aloha. <laughs> yeah, the less said the better. The less said the better. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think um, that's what we'll maybe see with... Because we've seen what air they had a really poor run of fixtures that dropped them out of that top four. But if they can get a few more wins on the bounce, then they'll certainly be knocking on the door. And, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be yeah. easy for air at the weekend again against Hearts. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> this game started off... Oh, the first goal came. I don't know why, and he's actually seen the 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 ball through from Wilson was actually really good. Yeah, um, yeah it was a good ball. And Declan McManus, he's one of my favourite uh, Dunfermline players, if I can say that. 
so-so, uh, so-called favourite. Um, and it was actually a really good finish for him to put into the... It net. was, I think, I think sort of questionable defending. I mean, it's a really good ball um, coming through from the midfield, but I feel like there should be someone in that position that's able to cut it out, but it doesn't take anything away from the ball or the finish. No, not at all. Um, and then, so that was just before half time they scored, and and then second half they came out, and this this is probably the the standout goal for me. Um, the where the right back uh, comedy just picks it up, loose ball, and just bombs forward, and he doesn't seem to have anyone really contesting him. Gets through, and just slots in. It's it's well worked. Yeah, that's no, it's a good finish. Um. Yeah, as I say, it creates a space really well down that right side, and it's a really cool finish into the bottom corner. I think though the the free kick from Murray, um, uh, dare I say, it, I think that was just a fraction better, just to get it up over the wall into the top hand corner. Keeper absolutely rooted, you know, just you could have put two keepers in, wouldn't have saved it. It was just in the uh-huh. po- could you have- in the postage stamp, as we would say. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he, uh, that analogy, yep. Bill. On loan from Although it was Hibs, a very good yes, uh, an, an exciting yeah. young yeah. prospect, but um, Billy finding his feet. It seems. I think Billy's been that excited by the free kick. He's he's forgot to mention that Wraith did pull a goal back in they that did. second half. Oh, wasn't really keen. Um, it was a, it was a good good shot. To me, the goalie probably could have done a bit better, but yeah, we'll let him off because yeah, it's, it's a good it's shot. A championship. To be fair to him. It's a championship. <laughs> the um, player Spencer, he did really well to win the ball back in, in the middle, and then just no one around him just decided to have a U shot. And if you get them on target in this level, you're going to trouble the goalie. Yeah, it's... completely. <laughs> Brad Spencer, I don't know about, about that, to be fair, but, but I think um, they're a bit better than what <laughs> you've made them out to be. It's not like us Jerry, you seen some where, of we the... where we can't catch them <laughs> <all. laughs> Are you seen some of the quality of goalkeeping in this level before? That was... Uh, oh, good. Well, it's not, it's not <laughs> much better than the league above. We're going to talk about Joe Lewis later, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will be. This, uh, to be fair, this, uh, this level is uh, slightly above um, the level of League One, which is uh, Joe Hart and uh, Jack Ruddy. We won't Hart. go back to them. And uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe Hart. Joe Hart. <laughs> Oh, you know, oh, no. oh, dear. Oh, there's no way. There's no way he'd get a game in Scotland. Oh, not a chance. Oh. I don't think he'd get a game. Um, well, to go back to this game, um, <laughs> Let's Fraser, go back to this game, yeah. <laughs> Fraser Murray uh, sealed off the win uh, with a nice cut in, and wasn't it the best of shots? It was going really quite, quite straight to the keeper. And then just to deflect it in. Um, that sealed the win for Dunfermline. Yeah. Um, in yep. the other championship game, which we're not going to talk about, uh, it was a one-each draw between Arbroath and Inverness. Jack Hamilton getting his second goal in as many games for Arbroath. Um, and it was very short because just after half-time, Inverness scored through Sutherland. And that was the end of the game. Well, not the end of the game, but that was it yeah. in, in the goals front. I mean, yeah, you could have just turned that, that game on for the minute before half time and a couple of minutes yeah. after half time, and that would have been it. <laughs> yeah, now that now yeah, takes a bro three points ahead of Aloha, but Aloha have a game in hand, which yeah, the way they're going, I don't see them winning. For a 
yeah, no. Nobody sees a aloe wedding. No, no one. Same old so we're going to the um, so, next. Yeah. Without further ado, we're going to move into our Premiership game. Games, sorry. <clears throat> We've got four games here. To, well, four games we're going to talk about out of six. Um, so we'll start ourselves off up in Aberdeen as they continued their terrible form, um, losing 2-0 to League Hotshots Livingston. So that's three, goals without, uh, three games without a goal now for Aberdeen, is it? Yeah, like I said at, at the start of the week, yeah. they're just not, they just can't score, it seems. Brought a few well, strikers in, but it's where they can some, do it for them. I was about to say, they've basically, basically signed a new front line this January, so hopefully they'll get a bit of chance to click in together. Um, i seen yeah, Hornby did get um, off the bench, but I don't yeah, think they have a chance to do much at that point. Uh, Hornby did, did start. Did he? Um, that's also um, oh, so he did. Livingston's first win at Putaudry since um, 2004, which is quite a remarkable statistic seeing Aberdeen play like a couple of nights ago. You'd think they, they'd lose every time Livingston come to town. Yeah, well, David Martindale, he, uh, considering he wasn't a fit and proper person until a couple of weeks ago, he's, he's built up some, some run of form for Livingston after their mm. subpar start to the season, really. Um, yeah, you've got to say that you can't let um, Aberdeen being dreadful take away from the fact that Livingston are are doing really well. It's like it was a really good win for them, mm-hmm. not just based on the fact that Aberdeen aren't doing that well. F- Fourteen games unbeaten in all yep. competitions is some feat for gonna, for Livingston. We're going to talk about um, as Craig likes to call him Joe Hart, but um, Joe Lewis is um, own goal. The calamity Lewis. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I've got no idea what he's doing. He's <laughs> uh, always been one of my favourite sort of goalkeepers in in the league. He's always seemed to be fairly solid for Aberdeen, but I don't know. I, I've seen Craig do better um, than that. It's it's just not very good. I'll tell you that much. The 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 cross is a a very poor cross. One that you really <laughs> need to just catch. And he he seems to just kind of throw it into his own net. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing he's just not expecting it at the near post, and then it's comes it's come straight out, but he's just not managed to get himself in the right position. But I think he forgot he was playing. It's usually solid. Yeah, um, um, and it it didn't get any better for Aberdeen because only ten minutes later they conceded again through Nicky Devlin with his head. Sorry about that. <laughs> this is just more dreadful defending. How's a, a right back getting that much space inside the box to, to head it at yeah. home? It was a good header, though. I've got written down is they can't defend. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all that space. All that space inside the box. It's ridiculous. There was a good header by Nicky Devlin as well, put away, but considering how much time he, time he got, anyone in. That sort of league in that position is going to score. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, there was the instant as well where the ball looked as if it might have been over the line as well. I don't know if anybody else seen it. Yeah, Aberdeen might have thought they got themselves back into that when Ferguson shot, but it was not over the line. It's, I think that was very clear. Um, yeah. It would have been shot, quite though. undeserved, I would have said, if Aberdeen had got something in the game and then after that, but 
agree. Yeah, I mean, but without goal line technology, you know, if you if you're not 100 percent sure, you, you don't give the goal, and obviously the officials weren't fully convinced, so they didn't give the goal. And well, tough luck, Aberdeen defend better in the first 15 yeah, minutes. Move on and see. Yeah. Um, with Hibs also winning, that moves Hibs ahead of Aberdeen. Although Aberdeen do have a game in hand, um, so they they could go back ahead of them if they win their game in hand. But at the moment, Hibs well, are they up. They play each third. other this weekend as well. Hibs and Aberdeen play each other this weekend. It's um, going to be a key one so in the fight for third be... place. Yeah, or second place, exactly. place possibly. Yeah, or second place. So yeah, well. Uh, Further ado, St Mirren 1, Hibs 2. Um, don't, have, don't have to talk about this one for much, but just just to make everyone aware of the score. Um, yeah, it was all it was a bit bit late yeah. in the action for that, that game, wasn't it? Obviously, Anik getting red well, carded sort of changed the game. Down to 10 men as well, pretty early. Yeah, yeah pretty early on. Um, but I, that, yeah, it was a clear... Clear red card, for what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, um, still do look like they're playing a bit better, though. Their two wins against Dundee United and, and Celtic, and obviously just came came up short against Hibs, but they look as if they've yeah. turned a little bit of a corner. They'll be safe this season. Um, I, I think they've got enough in them. I think they'll be safe. Well, they've got. Uh, you, you've already guaranteed Kelly are going down, so they are going to be safe. <laughs> I'll go on to that later um, on. Uh, we'll move on to Kelly abysmal form uh, and it continues Kilmarnock nil Celtic 4 um, I watched this game uh, very comfortable sort of outing for Celtic um, who they just dominated for for the, the first half hour uh, had quite like created a few chances could have, could have scored earlier on um, but eventually the breakthrough came through Brown uh, scoring was head from Turnbull's corner. Um, yeah, it's not the best defending, but Brown Brown's moved really quite well. His movement's fantastic, and he's just got his head on it and directed it into the corner of the net. Yeah, it's quite it's quite good movement from him. Yeah, um, get his head on that, get get find the space, and then it wasn't a terrible header. And then it was a no, well placed. Yeah. yeah. Considering he's not known for his heading I think, ability, I think really. No, I, th- I think that's him redeemed himself though for this whole season. He scored the first goal against Kilmarnock, yeah. as we all know, are really tough to break down at the moment. Oh yeah. So well, that's, the team that's on form. My good books. Uh, to be fair to Scott Brown, I think he had an okay game. Um, he, he he just did his job. He kept himself reasonably quiet, um, and yeah, I can't really complain about anything he did wrong. In the game, no, that's true. Not too much happened that first half. Apart from that, um, Burke had maybe a few chances that he could have done something with. He, but... he had that one um, really early on, didn't he? Um, when the yeah, ball came one in, where, he... one where he gets in behind Greg Taylor. Oh, uh-huh. but I thought that was yeah. quite good play. Well played from Greg Taylor to save Bain's blushes. Really, yeah, he yeah, recovers Bain... it. Yeah. No, Bain doesn't even move. He, he's kind of like, is except to the fact that it's going to get poked into the net, or the defender's going to do something, isn't he? He's six, he's six yards out, and he's gone now. Just, just like oh, just Taylor, leave it. Will yeah. let it run. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Penalty, yeah. 
penalty won well, well won by Albina Yeti. Um, a bit a bit unconvinced as to how much of a penalty it is. Uh, it has since transpired that he has been has been uh, cited for spe- speculation simulation. Um, too much ban is it then? Uh, yep. Too much ban if it's accepted, yeah. or if it's appealed, it's in four days' time. The appeal would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I, when I watched it at first, it didn't really look like much. I think it's one of those ones where it's tough to say it's a dive, but I wouldn't call it a penalty. I, I just I said this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. I think there's a little I'm bit not, of contact, but I'm really not yeah. so sure about it. And I, I he's already same, yeah. going down. Yeah, as I would say, that he's thrown himself down regardless of whether or not there was contact coming anyway. I don't know at what point that becomes a foul, but yeah, no, definitely. I think I don't think Celtic can have too many complaints about it being cited. No, and we'll just we'll just start a better striker. Um, no, um, for, Patrick for me, it was, Patrick for me it was a a, a, prof- a professional dive. I think he's anticipating there to be contact, which uh, there wasn't. But um, I mean, if yeah, it was a I don't think he's dive, he's, he's no he's no fucking Tom. I Daly. know he's no Tom Daly, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I think Bill can probably better explain that. So, oh, well, it seems to be at the moment we seem to be going through a game week where there's about 500 decisions that seem to be controversial. It's getting very boring, repetitive talking about the same things. But for me, you know, watch the game and you know, listen to the punditry afterwards where they said, "Oh, I can see why the referee's given." I can't. For me, that is as obvious a simulation as you're going to get. And I just cannot understand why it's been given. Clearly there is a that is a positioning issue. You know, that is that is you do not have the right angle and you have not seen that incident correctly because when you look that back, you know, it's very, very rare that the authorities would, you know, retrospectively charge someone for simulation. Very, very rare. Um, you know, I think you know, I'm, I probably will say it summed up the performance of the, the officials in that particular game, who I felt from start to finish were below par. Um, you know, very inconsistent across the whole board of of decisions, and it just you know capped off for me a you know a poor performance with the the award of the penalty. It was never a penalty for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the actual penalty. Um, a bit unconvincing. Sort of penalty, but it's hit hard enough that that the keeper kind of stood no chance in in actually getting yeah, enough on it. He yeah. gets his hand to it, so I feel like he's sort of unlucky. He's obviously dived out, but he got his hand to it, so it very easily could have stayed out. It's yeah. uh, definitely it's just, not Eddie's best penalty. It's just hit with power, so it it, it kind of has a better chance of going in if the keeper does get his hand to it, and it did. Yeah, it will do for well, me. At least, he didn't, uh, at least he didn't disrespect the goalie, though. Uh, at least he didn't disrespect no, we, the goalie this time. No, that's um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. To be fair, the the ref was not fantastic. The game, um, and now there was the linesman for the third goal as a uh, Scott Brown plays, or is it? It's not Scott Brown, is it? I'm telling. Uh, you. Scott Brown's third, yeah. Yeah, Scott Scott yeah. Um, yeah. Scott Brown plays a, a really quite a good ball uh, over to Edward, uh, who runs. I think he's about a yard offside from the way I'm seeing it here. Um, and he just runs in behind and. To be fair to all the players, no one stops, no one's 
claiming really for offside and put, put, making them putting themselves out of the game. Apart from the goalkeeper who who just made himself <laughs> into the the thinnest sort of position ever, uh, comes out and Edward just sort of slots around him. That's just a, it's not been a week for a good goalkeeper, has it? No. Or good decisions, which we'll be mentioning in the game. Uh, a I just, of games. Um, I I'm confused. Two points I, I want to kind of make in that. Firstly, I think that goal sums up Kilmarnock, um, how they've played the last kind of, you know, period of time, gutless, spineless, and just downright awful, you know. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not one for, you know, teams, you know, haranguing for decisions, but for, show a bit of passion. <laughs> Show a bit of passion and actually challenge it. Nobody, none of the back line just, you got, the centre back just yeah. waves a hand up as if he's waving to get a bus. I mean, show some passion. You know. I, I was, I was surprised it wasn't. You're in the, sh- so, you're in a shoddy so run of form and, and you can't be bothered to put in some effort. And you know, come on, it really need to get a, a somebody in there that's just going to give them a kick up the backside to just, you know, put some passion in. Put some passion, show some passion. They were gutless last Saturday against St. Johnson. They were gutless on um, Tuesday night, Wednesday, whatever the game was, Tuesday night. You know, keep playing like that, they'll be down. And I, I said it in the last podcast, I'll say it again. You keep playing like that, they will be down. My second point is that I do have sympathy for the assistant. I think that's just a concentration issue rather than a, I can't tell the difference between onside and offside, but minor details. Fair enough, yeah. I think it's shown how badly um, Kilmarnock need a creative player. So many times, Burke maybe tried to beat a man and got and he had no one to cross. To. It, it seemed <laughs> like, like he was the only person that was actually trying for Kilmarnock. Everyone else is sort of like, oh, cannot can't can't be fucked. I can't be fucked with this. So uh, yeah, no, it just I think it's I don't see it, I don't see it getting better for them anytime soon. No, we'll no. see. Apparently they've narrowed down their candidates, um, narrowed down the, C- the CVs that they've got in. So. Yeah, I think after Billy's passionate speech, I think he's put himself into the running for Kelly Manager. <laughs> he's a big, big, big Kelly fan as well, so is Billy. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know me. Going fan of Kilmarnock. <laughs> yep. Um, and their misery was ended by Albion Ayeti in the 86th minute, finishing the yep, 4-0 I think, thrashing. Yep. Um, I think it was a game to forget for Kilmarnock. Yeah. Terrible. Rank um, yeah. Again, um, he had he didn't have his his greatest game. I don't think. No. Um, but no. Well, he had obviously he had to dive, and there was a good bit of movement. But I suppose in the end, he got himself in the score sheet. You know, got the ball in the net. Yeah. And so yeah, he did. He, he put the ball in the net. As as, as you say, yeah, um, put the ball in the net. It was a good finish. A very good finish actually from him. And I think that's one thing he has. While he lacks sometimes like quick quick movement and sort of communication and stuff, he he does he's a very good finisher of the of the ball. Um, and that, yeah. I enjoyed that finish. I'm not but, gonna lie, I forgot he was playing in the the first half until um, one of the boys mentioned it in the group chat. I felt um, like obviously he didn't have too many chances, and the chances he had, he took. But apart from that, I think he was a wee bit quiet at points. Yeah, he was a bit quiet. Um, he was linking up with Edward nicely, which is what you like to see. It didn't show me anything that makes me think he should be in the team over Griffiths. Uh, no, it's, 
It's one that's up for competition with those two, isn't it? Well, yeah. if you want to count Klamala, then free. But well, yeah, and and your man Pad- Paddy Klamala. He came yeah. off the bench and just Pol- didn't Polish really do anything. Like Polish Paddy. No. One of the players yeah. that did stick yeah, out for me that game was um. The one of the players that stuck out for me that game was uh, John Joe Kenny, on his debut. Had yeah. a very good game. Man of the match, apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. Uh, he struck me as me. eager to get forward. He was he was quite high quite a lot of the time. Um, his final ball could have been better, but I think I'll I'll, I'll let him away with it. It was first game, sort of first match in there. He hadn't he'd only trained twice, I think, with his squad. So yeah, we'll let him away with it and see how he gets on at the weekend. I think it was good to see um, Celtic going with a player who's not Duffy and playing Welsh. I felt that his inclusion. Actually, it was quite good, and I feel he's a young Celtic player. He's probably got a bright future ahead of him if he sticks at it. I said, I said after the game that I was quite impressed with him, um, and it's not like he's a child anymore. He's twenty-one years old. He, he should be able to come in and play games now more often, and he's perfectly capable from what I've seen. No, I agree. It's probably. I mean, if we're going to keep conceding goals, we might as well get the youth players in for it. Get them along for the ride. <laughs> Apart from your goalkeeper, apparently your manager doesn't want to change him at all. Yeah, Christ, I don't know. Yeah, but Scott Bain's in such good form. You, yeah, I've got down here. You know, save from Bain. On oh wow! Point. So there you go. Yeah, there was <laughs> that. The one that, that was the one um, that was <laughs> questionably possible over the line. I thought it was first for you, yeah. but I've not had a chance to see it from a different angle, so it's hard to say. I didn't think. I didn't and think so. When I Again, it's like it's like Billy said. Well, your goal line technology—you don't. The referee doesn't get a second look at it, does he? He doesn't get the notification on his watch. He doesn't know. So, it, it's no. if the ref had given it, he would have had the same amount of pelters that if he hadn't given it. So, yeah, sympathise with him. For it wouldn't one. have made a difference. Come on, it with that poor. It wouldn't really have mattered. No, no, absolutely not. Um, yeah. A good game with so, a terrible ref um, and one terrible team. <laughs> takes Sorry, Tim, take which isn't much different. Take on our next game. Um, Hamilton won, Ross County two in the last five minutes. Um, yep. Hamilton might have thought they'd done enough going into the 80th minute. Um, Ross County obviously had different ideas. Um. The first goal, you've got the feel for Stephen Kelly there, because it's it's just he's really let down. I don't know why Stephen Kelly has to be the player that's that far back in the, the end anyway. Yeah, well, um, Jure's already named him as as his man of the match. Um, I think that's a bit a bit bizarre, but okay. I, oh, <laughs> I think I think he had a he had a good game and he bounced back. I think he was probably Ross County's best player. Yeah, I think um, so, some sometimes it's not your fault for an own goal. Like sometimes, but he's got some fortunate. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that, ones where you you sometimes just have to get out your out your mind and just go on with the game and push on. Yeah, we did say if he got a good if he got a run of fixtures, he's a player that could do well because obviously we've seen him last year at Air. Um, the own goal really isn't his fault for what it's worth, but. If you want to take a positive, that is his first goal this season, so he's off the mark now. 
I think this is a fitting time to mention Jobby Gate, if you will. If <laughs> sorry, I need... sorry, was I way doing a Jobby? Or <laughs> some might say, how long? How long was he muted for? How long did he have himself muted for? Um, as as far as I've read, it was like five ten minutes <laughs> like, into the second half, yeah. and that he had to. Sorry, so, uh, direct quote was sorry. I was away doing a jobby. Had to push that one out. Oh. Um, he's subsequently been fired from his position. <laughs> he's sub he's subcontracted in though, isn't sorry. he? So sorry. I think a bit. I think a bit. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be fine mm. for his job. But Hamilton don't want him back. <laughs> Some might say he's he been wrongfully dismissed. <laughs> he was indeed oh. shite. Justice for poor man. It, it's for <laughs> me the fact. Well, the fact that he's like, oh, we'll move on from this subject, but then he keeps talking about <laughs> it, and he keeps he keeps going out, keeps talking about it, and then it's like, oh no, I really want to move on, but I had to squeeze it out, and it's like, mate, just stop, stop, you're he, hurting he could yourself. Could have here. easily just been, oh, sorry, there was technical problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you know what it's like. Well, that was probably the highlight problems. of the game. For me, it was, yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. Big yeah. important one for Ross County, though. Ten minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yogi bringing bringing f- four men off the bench in the last fifteen minutes, and uh, two of them scoring. So obviously knew what he was doing there. Yeah, seen that. Jordan Jordan White's debut as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So it's a good start. Cause I believe he he well he got the first goal. Um. Which is was a good cross in. Um. And oh no, sorry. Actually, the first goal was a mishit shot that then he kind of just latched onto, wasn't it? Actually, yeah, yeah. It That's, was um, funny. You Naismith, say. I think went down the right side, and I think he tries to hit it. Yeah, it kind of looks like he's trying to hit it, and then if, if he's trying to hit it, it's not a good shot. But it's one of those ones no. where he, it doesn't look like he's trying to pass it the way he's lining up. So it's, it's funny you said. He's um... rattled it as well. <laughs> About, about Jordan White. I believe the Hamilton's commentator was Jordan Shite. <laughs> That's awful. Can you stop? Can you actually I can stop? Get, I can get edited out. <laughs> Tell you what, you're going to lose your job over this too, Joe. He might. He just might. This can get edited out. <laughs> yep. Well, oh, after, getting his, um, after getting his goal, Jordan White continues his good debut and he Got down the wing, played in a good cross for Mackay to finish the game off. Yeah, it was a, it was a good ball. It's a nice little finish from Mackay as well, just to put the game to bed at the end there, seal it for them. Um, I don't think anybody was too worried about Hamilton coming back and scoring another goal. They'd already got their one. No, there's another team that I think will be in trouble at the end of the season. Um, you know, it's when you've got somebody like Bruce Anderson as your striker, somebody that couldn't score a goal. You know, for Ayr, you know, in league action, you know, he could score against Albion Rovers, but you know, so could yeah, so but, could anybody. But Ayr could, yeah, but, yeah, but Ayr couldn't <laughs> score a goal. Um, it wasn't just him. Yeah, but you know, the striker is the focal point of the team, and you know, if Hamilton are trying to f- resolve their focal point about somebody that scored two goals in a Betfred Cup tie against Albion Rovers, then they could be in serious trouble, in my opinion. We're, we're turning this into Arsenal TV with all the, all the allegations and the no yeah. passion and the. Bruce Anderson, though, to be fair, he did get the assist for the first goal. Two two former air players linking up for that goal. 
fantastic. Oh, wow. Um, Anderson into Kelly. He did play the crossword. Yep. Right. So I'll move us on to um, another score for you. Motherwell 2, Dundee United 1. Dundee United just are fucking terrible. Um, it's... They're not doing very no. well, are they? Um, you know, Mickey Mellon, it's time to go. It's, it's time to go, you know. What a dreadful run of form they've been on. And he's tried and chopped it and changed it and chopped it and changed it. And what do you get? Defeat, 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 defeat. You know. He seems to be a fan. He seems to be a fan of every team that's lost this, this midweek. Um, and he just wants rid of managers. No, no, he wants I, managers outdoors. He wants passion. Your resident referee. You know, I, I think, you know, Dundee United, they have a they have arguably, in my opinion, a top six side and to be struggling, you know, 13 games, you know, that they've had recently. Well, but Billy is talking about the top six side that are fit. They're sitting seventh. I know they're eight without a win, but they're sitting seventh. So it's not, I mean, they are only four clear of Kilmarnock and we all know how bad Kilmarnock are. They're dreadful. I mean, so it's, it's certainly not a good place to be. <laughs> Um, you've made your feelings for so, Kamara anyway. very clear. <laughs> you know, it's it's frustrating. If I was a Dundee United fan right now, I would be absolutely raging. Absolutely raging. You know, the attacking players that they have, and, you know, just to be struggling, they seem to be struggling to score, can't defend. It's just a recipe for disaster. Do you think that comes down to poor management or players not believing in themselves? I think it does or... come down to. Um, I think it just. I think it just comes down to the team being absolutely fucking dog shit. <laughs> well, there we well, have. There you go. <laughs> I think it's management. Yeah, I'll be blunt, but that result does move Motherwell a point ahead of Kelly with a game in hand, so they could go four points ahead of Kelly. Yeah, that's that's back to back wins now as well from Motherwell after beating Ross County. So they're really taking yep. out the big guns to try and to try and keep themselves up this season. Um, well, I think they'll do enough though. I think they'll. We've got an easy game at the weekend as well. Yeah, another easy game at the weekend against Celtic. Yeah, that's yeah, Parkhead. Yeah. No, no, nobody, everybody goes to Parkhead and takes three points. True. That's that's the rules. Um, and our final game of midweek. Is Rangers one St Johnson nil, Yanis Hadji with the goal, uh, and a bit of referee controversy again in this one. Ross Stewart, would you like to talk us through this one? Uh, yeah, um, to be honest, quite a boring game. It wasn't Rangers at the um, well-known fluid best. I feel St Johnson actually played pretty well. Um, they set up with a three-five-two. And at points played the five three two, which nullified Tavernier and Barisic, who in particular had very quiet games. Um couple of chances. Um Alan McGregor made a couple of very good saves, as he often as he often does. I know not everyone in the podcast likes him, but he say he is a phenomenal goalkeeper. Oh, I'm not um, gonna I'm not gonna argue with you here, but I don't like him for a very specific yeah, reason. That's um, understandable. Yeah. Um so, and we'll Move on from that. Yanis um, um, Hadji. Yep. On you go. Uh, I was just going to say, like, early in the game, there was a chance that Kent probably should have scored as well. Cause it's just about the yeah. edge of the box, and he creates a space well, and just uh, just puts it wide, which is... Un- I think he's... Is he a few games without a goal, or am I just making that up? Uh, I think he could be two or three games without a goal now, yeah. 
What's his haircut looking um, like at the moment? I've not not seen him in a while. Uh, he is normal haircut, just skin fade. Um, just his, his terrible skin fade. Okay. okay. His, his last goal was two games ago against Ross County. Yeah, but then prior to that, there's a lot of games without a goal, so I'm, I'm taking that. That's fine. He's a lot of games without a goal if you don't count his last goal. So, there you go. Good to see him. Um, That's a stat, sorry. Came in for Morelos um, when Morelos is banned. And you've got to say, um, the only thing he really did was um, try and break uh, Murray Davidson's leg. He's, he's, tr- he's trying to emul- emulate his pal Morelos and trying to get himself a ban. And he thought he, he thought he was off. You could tell he thought he was off because he was slapping the ground. And then the referee shows him the yellow card and he kind of does a little fist bump. He's like, yes, I'm staying on. Um, <laughs> but he did get he did eventually get I'd... hooked by the manager. I think I'd send myself off if I did that. Yeah, he I'd looked like he was away down the tunnel, didn't he? Yeah, I don't uh, think anyone can argue that it was a, was a red card tackle. Yeah, that no. did force uh, Davidson off before half-time, and it uh, well, looks, sounds uh, like he's going to be out for a lengthy time. Uh, well, it was not that tackle that um, caused him. It was a tackle after that point, because when he's down injured, he's holding the opposite leg. Mm-hmm. Or just I'm, uh, it was that I'm sure tackle. hurt both legs. Sure. I'm sure that tackle didn't help his matter, though. <laughs> it, made, it made things better. It did. Evens out the pain into it, both legs. He just, he just walked. He just, he just left the pitch and he popped himself a chalky milk, didn't he? Yeah. He did. The pain was away. Feel better. Who was the Who was the ref, Bill? Yeah, so it was um, you know, David Monroe, uh, new FIFA referee, and David Monroe. to be honest, you know, he's, he's a really good up and coming referee, um, and I. Mm-hmm. I I can't really apportion too much blame, you know. It's it's just one of those things we just he's just misjudged it. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's a red just a misjudgment. It's a red card. That's his first game at you know, Highbrooks. It's, it's not a. Yeah. It's not one that and we can. Billy, as someone who you work you work at you you work in the bank, Bill. Do you think he got a massive payout for that one? I, I reckon he must have. I'm telling you. I think that's yeah. You know, leave the conspiracy theories to to those that wish to discuss it. That's us. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah, I think it also shows how much Rangers um, have missed Mar- missed Morelos as that sort of focal point. I know this season he probably hasn't performed to what many people would say he's at his best, but he certainly um, would have gave Rangers a better outball last night. I think at times um, Roof got the ball and couldn't even touch it. He took one touch and next thing you know it's down the M77. <laughs> Takes one touch and next thing you know he's foots in another guy's leg. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from the the controversy though, it was, a, it was a, actually a really good goal from Hadji, picking up the ball down at the wing. Cutting in, going by a couple of players and then just drilling it back across his, himself into the bottom corner. Yeah, but let's not lie, he was probably offside or something, you know, knowing the referees. Uh, probably. Well, probably yeah, it was quite a bit um, onside, and it was a <laughs> phenomenal finish by yeah. a player who I feel is quite under, underrated in the, for um, Rangers so far this season. That's mm-hmm. 13 contributions so far this season in the league, which would take him, to, which take him to second behind James Tavernier, joint with Nisbet oh, yeah. and Edward. Have we have we discussed that um, Steven Gerrard now has a hundred wins as Rangers manager? 
Yeah, yeah that's an impressive uh, stat. Some achievement for the man after eight years or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you're being uh, a bit harsh on him, considering these. So see, that's that's right. We'll give some credit the sense that they played at Ibrox. Now we're in February and they've only conceded. Is it is it one goal? Yeah, one season? goal. It was Motherwell that scored. Scored it. Yeah. So I think that that just shows what the power of the you know having a decent defence and um, corrupt officials. That's what it does. <laughs> It's all in jest. It's all in jest. Hundred wins jest. for him though. That's in at least some seventeen points off the title, yeah, which leaves them on track to win the title at Celtic Park. Won't happen. I'll be looking forward to the Guard of Honor. I'd argue. Won't happen. They're not on track. They're not on track to win it at Celtic Park because that implies that Celtic will win the next five, six games or whatever it is. Six, yeah, five games. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, they I did beat a very on-form Kilmarnock obviously of an uh, offside goal and a dive <laughs> yep. to be fair <laughs> I think that's, that's bought Neil Lennon some more time has too much time probably in my opinion yep. um, <laughs> too much put time the con- in, put the contract in on the table <laughs> Celtic are back baby we are back yep. <laughs> um, we'll go on to the weekend and uh, hopefully Celtic can continue their dazzling form against Motherwell <laughs> <laughs> at home, at home to Motherwell. <laughs> yeah. Some um, some close games at the weekend. Um, I'm not enjoying the fact that I have to try and pick a winner from one of them for a last man standing. That I'm in. Um, you still in that? Well, it's obvious. Obvious. Just pick Hamilton. Uh, I could pick Hamilton, but um, you know, um, they're not very good. That's the That's obvious say. reason uh, why not. I'm going to put my neck out on the line here and say that Rangers will go the rest of the season undefeated in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, you still have to play bold. Livingston. It is bold, they do. It's a, it's a bold statement, but the way it's going, I'd, we're winning games even though um, we didn't play very well. So, But think about it, you're, you're away to Hamilton the weekend. I, they've only got... They've got 11 games left. Uh, I'm starting. I don't know how many points did Celtic get when they went the whole season undefeated. Does anyone know? One hundred and five or something. Oh, I can't remember off the top. One hundred and three rings a bell, but if Rangers won every game, they finished one hundred and eight points, which is um, a lot of points. Uh, I think. I think that I'm pretty sure that's more than what Celtic got in twenty six. I, I don't. I don't personally see it. It. The last few weeks they've sort of been. Riding their luck a little bit. Um, yes, and their performances and haven't been. The that's best. a bold prediction, Craig. Um, yeah. Just... Yeah, Craig. <laughs> yeah, Craig. What a bold prediction, Craig. <laughs> Bloody Craig. So, I've looked at I've looked at the other screen. And I've seen Craig writing his predictions in, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. It depends what other teams can do, and I think at least at least one at least one team that will beat them. At yeah, some I think point, I think we can all agree that no one's stopping Rangers winning the league. Uh, yeah, I think continue the. It's been done since October though. Form. I think the the tough thing for Rangers coming up is European games are coming up, so they're going to have to. Obviously, they're with having been so far ahead. They're probably going to be fielding full strength teams in Europe and weaker teams as if you could call them weaker teams weaker anyway teams, yeah. in the league. Well, for yeah, me, obviously. Yeah, um... Sorry, I'm just gonna say the fixtures around the European game. It goes Kilmarnock at home, then Antwerp, which fair enough is the European game, and then they are also at home to Dundee United. 
So yeah. you could play the C they've got, team they've got, and win those games. Uh, they've got some nice fixtures around so them, but I, I wouldn't worry I, too much I about think looking at, looking at, at Rangers' sort of form, I think they've played better when they've got more of a congested fixture schedule. Like they've done better. Yeah, at the start of the season, they they went like for the ten games or something in a row where they didn't feel the same starting eleven. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now they seem to be, um, obviously apart from Morella, seem to be fielding very similar teams every week. And although Stephen Davis is a class act and was uh, man of the match last night for some, I think we could give the guy a break. I think he's. He's what thirty five, thirty six now. I think a wee bit of time off wouldn't do him a wouldn't do him a mess. Yeah, right. He's played very so, well this season, but um, it's longevity of the season. It'd be quite a lot. Yeah, of obviously, obviously, with new players coming in, though, it also gives Gerard more opportunities to rest players. With um, Jack Simpson and Scott Wright both being added to the Europa League um, setup. So, do we want to uh, go and? Put some some uh, hard numbers down, some predictions for the weekend's games, and we'll start with the championship. So our first game, we've got Air at home to Hearts. Craig, would you like to give us down. your prediction? Would you like my optimistic prediction or my realistic prediction? <laughs> uh, give us both. Give us both. Optimistically, I think <laughs> depends what Heart Hearts team turns up. Air could possibly go and win it. Realistically, though, it's probably going to end up two, two, three, one, maybe Hearts. Okay, um, Matt, since you since you've got your notepad and paper out. Yep, three one, three one Hearts is actually what I was going to say, so I'm going to stick with three one Hearts. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say um. 2-0 to Hearts would be my prediction. So, I I spoke to someone that has a, an interest in air earlier on today, and they were 100% <laughs> adamant that air would win on Friday night. Um, I'm not convinced. I think it'll be a comfortable victory for Hearts. I will go 3-0. Just to clarify, is that said person um, uh PA announcer at Somerset uh, that Park. Is, uh, I cannot confirm or deny who that person is. But <laughs> that person has a keen interest in air, and uh... okay, <laughs> fair play. Um, I'll 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 give you four uh, one to Hearts. I think I'll go for I'll go for that one. Um, our enough. next game, uh, Basement Dwellers Alloa against uh, almost Basement Dwellers Queen of the South. Uh, predictions, Craig. Uh, can't see anything but a nil-nil on that game. Yeah, uh, Is it not Morton versus Wraith, or am I, am I blind? No, I've just got I've just got a different list. Just it's just oh, a different right. order. Oh, sorry. Who what did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Alloa. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Alloa. I, I have uh, nil-nil. Actually, I've already written down nil-nil for that game. Yeah, I've got um, one-nil. Queen of the South would be my prediction. Hmm. Well, I've been quite adventurous. I'm going to go 2-1, the Queen of the South. The goals. Um, and I, I'm going to go 1-0, Queen of the South. Because uh, Aloha are absolute dog water. <laughs> no PR. <laughs> no PR. No air names. 
Um, the next game next? Our Broth v Dunfermline will do that one. Well, our Broth is a hard place to go. They don't... <laughs> it's a hard place to go and try and beat our Broth. But I can't see by Dunfermline winning this one. I'm probably going to go the same as the air game, probably 3-1. Okay. Uh, I'm going 2-0. 2-0 Dunfermline. Uh, again. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-1 to Dunfermline, I think. Okay. I'm going to buck the trend. I'm going to go uh, one each. Score draw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go 3-0 Dunfermline. Uh, Dundee Inverness. <laughs> this just depends <laughs> on what um, Dundee team comes it turns up, to be honest. Uh, I... I no, I can see Dundee kickstarting on with their new players this season. I'm going to go 3 0, Dundee. I'm going I'm go, uh, 1 0. I don't see them getting that many goals, but uh, I think they will get the points. Yeah, I'm going to say um, 2 0 to Dundee. Again, I'm going to buck the train. I'm going to go 2 each. All right. Um, I've, I've also went 1 0, Dundee. Uh, final championship game week, game game weekend, yeah. Game of the weekend, Morton v Wraith. Craig. Wraith um if they're going by their inconsistencies or do a win this game, so uh two one to Wraith. Matthew? Um, I've went for a score draw. Went for a score draw, one each, I think that'll be. Yeah, I've also um followed Matt and went for a one each. Uh, I'm gonna go. Just push the boat out here. Four one Wraith. I think come back with a vengeance. Okay. Uh unlikely. Uh I've went for also a score draw. Went for three each. <laughs> four four ones unlikely. That is realistic, it's gonna happen, okay. Um we'll move on to the premiership and we'll start you with Celtic Motherwell. I think Motherwell will come to Parkhead, and I think they'll set up to try and defend, which is either going to work really well for them or go dreadfully. Um, they they seem Motherwell seem to be able to set up and defend well against Rangers in the previous games. Get one goal and then just sit back. So I'm going to go. No, I'm, I'm going to go one each in the game. Okay, um, Matt. Yeah, I had to try and not let my bias here sort of shine through and be honest. So. I had 7-0 written down. I'm going to go with 5-0. 5-0 Celtic. I think they'll sure. be too much, bro. Uh, I, I think it will be one of those games. I think 2-0 to Celtic. Uh, Billy? Tight game. Um, Celtic, though, should have enough just to see them off. Uh, 2-1 Celtic. And I've gone for 3-0 Celtic. I just think we'll just outclass them, uh, hopefully. Uh, we'll move on. Hibs v Aberdeen. I can't see Aberdeen scoring again many time, anytime soon, especially against a decent Hibs side defending. Why? Well, so I'm going to go 2-0 to Hibs. Nah, see, I, I think Aberdeen, are, I think they're going to find their scoring boots this game and uh, they'll get one. One each, I think. Yeah, I'm going to I agree that I think Aberdeen will score. Cause I think at points, Hibs have frailties. I'm going to say 2 all. 
again, close game, but I think the Hibs will just have enough just to edge it. I think they're in the, the kind of better run at the moment. 2-1 uh, Hibs. Uh, I'm going to go very bold. 4-0 Hibs. Aberdeen oh. are gash. McInnes will get a sack if that happens, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll move on. Hot Shots, Livingston. V. St. Johnson. Hmm. This is a tough one because St. Johnson are on a good run of form, albeit they did lose last um, last night. But did you but not say that good... Livingston's run was going to end? I said Livingston's run was going to end last week. It didn't. Um, so I'm going to see them continue their run this week and they're going to win 1-0. I think... I think this week it's going to go. I think St. Johnson look as if they're playing a bit better. Um, I think they're going to get win one nil. Um, I'm going to say Libby are going to continue. I reckon that it will be two 0 to Libby. Can't see the run ending, but I can't see them winning either. So I'm going to go one each. And uh, I'm going to go three one in a an Alan Forest hat trick. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very bold predicted the goal scorers as well. Um, next game, Ross County v Dundee United. It's two pretty, pretty rotten teams. Um, I'm going to see Dundee United come out the winners here. It's going to be two one. Um, I've actually went for one nil Ross County. I think their win against Hamilton will spur them on a little bit and try and push further ahead. Yeah, um, I've went for nil nil. I think it's probably going to be a snooze fest. <laughs> Two nil Ross County. Dundee United can't defend. And it's me, isn't it? Uh, One nil Ross County. Uh, Dundee United can't defend, but Ross County are Ross County. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, St Mirren v Kilmarnock. And this will be uh, the the snooze fest of the the weekend. No, uh, no. Okay. I, can't, I just can't see a team not scoring against Kilmarnock at the moment. So I've got them to win 2-1. I've got St Mirren yep. to win 2-1. Yeah. yeah, I equally have St Mirren to win 2-1. Oh, comfortable win for St Mirren here. 3-0. Three I've, also, I've also went for um, a draw. I've went for one each. I just I don't see it being a good game at all. And uh, finally, Hamilton Rangers. I think um, this could be a, a storming win for Rangers. Uh, I'm going to go f- five now. Yeah, five now. No, I think Hamilton are going to bounce back from that game against Ross County at the weekend. <laughs> I think they'll win one nil. Yeah, sure. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, That's fine. Nah, I think see you on Sunday Rangers night. We'll, we'll see. We'll see who's laughing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say two 0 Um. William. Yeah. Hamilton won't score. Um. They will. I don't think they will. <laughs> uh, I'll go three 0 Rangers. Um. They won't be their best, but they'll win the game comfortably. Okay, and uh, finally, I'm gonna go again bold. I'm gonna say Hamilton two Rangers one. They're gonna. Hamilton are going to strike early, uh, rattle the Rangers, mm-hmm. and uh, 
Rangers are going to get themselves back into it, but Hamilton are going to top it off with a 90th minute winner um, on that terrible yeah. pitch of theirs. So yeah, that, Billy, that, that's do, all your do games. Do you know who the ref is? Do know uh, the ref I, I don't, sorry. No. No. Well, don't uh, I'm sure. I want to change my prediction depending on the ref. Just right, I'm, sure, I'm sure Rangers have already got the refs in bank details. I think it might be Bobby Madden. I don't know. Don't quote me in that. Oh, oh there you um, go. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, well, I'll change my prediction now. Podcast, um, um, consistency. That's what obviously we're yep. looking for from Red Bulls. So, uh, yeah, I can find out. Hold on. Just, uh, I, I don't think You're we need to know. I'll find out. It's fine. You, you, can, okay. you can let us know after. That is Bobby um, Madden. But for now, so I need to know if I need. Uh, one each. Okay, one each. Okay, I'm keeping mine at two, two, one. Can I also add James Tavernier penalty to that? Just to yep. make sure everyone Okay, that's fine. Fun. Yep. Um, and on that uh, change of mind, um, we'll end the podcast, we'll end the show. Uh, if you'd like to say your farewell, Ross Jure. Um, As always, guys, thanks for taking the time to listen. Hopefully this was um, less of a, a, a bore fest and looking forward to getting 55. Um, yep. Kelly, say goodbye to your goodbye. listeners. Craig. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Matthew. Yep. Hope you all enjoy the podcast. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on all social medias. Um, you can find them all on our Facebook page anyway. And from me, it's goodbye, and we'll see you on Monday.